Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all Depends on what's in it for them They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash Succeed or fail, it has to the tell Dungeons and debacles starts now Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin Going around the table, Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And John. I play Lunadus. Elvin Monk. Ass kicker. Puncher. Ass puncher. Was my nickname in college. And Shane. That's playing Alexander, the human bard. And Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the dragonborn eldritch knight slash wizard. And Anna. Hi, I'm Anna, and I'm going to be playing Vikala Limitor, a paladin drag today. That's also very tired for some reason. In her voice. <laughs> As after that hack fight, you would be tired. Speaking yep, of which. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, you guys found yourselves in the lair of three hags. Uh, after they uh, deceived you to bring you back to their lair with a story saying that they were three elven maids, uh, which they were disguised as, uh, searching for their lost brother who had ventured into the Feywild for his adulthood ritual. Um, After some arguing back and forth and a little horseplay between them and Vic, they decided to drop the ruse and attack you. Um, After... uh, a fight you were able to kill the three uh, and you find yourselves in their lair I believe you're taking a long rest right now mm-hmm. yep so uh, while you're in that long rest uh, you start searching through this uh, bag of holding that you found on this uh, elven wizard by the pool outside of the face shrine Um, where uh, you'd found his bag of holding and you've started to dig through it. You've started making guesses of uh, what could be in this bag and reaching in, trying to pull them out, uh, largely with not a lot of success. Um, But over the course of uh, a couple hours here, as you're uh, taking your long rest and those of you who are on your watch shift, you're going through just trying to pull stuff out, And uh, what you're going to find is, uh, Juliet, you had found a spell book. uh, I do remember that. As you look through the spells here, you are going to find, um, and this is all in the link to the inventory uh, that I've put in chat. Uh, It's all the way over to the right of the uh, bag of holding. So in that spell book, um, you're going to find the spells Identify. Grease, Burning Hands, Absorb Elements, Alter Self, Knock, Locate Object, Melf's Minute Meteors, and Water Breathing. All right, cool. So knowing these spells and looking at uh, what the components are, you reach into the bag and try to find these components. And you're going to find a pearl worth 100 gold pieces and an owl feather that is the components for identify you're going to find a a little um like a like leather sack that has butter inside of it and you would know that that is a component for grease um you're also going to find a forked twig that you know is the component for locate object um, and then you're going to find a bead of nitre, sulfur, and pine tar, uh, which is a component for Mel's Minute Meteors. You'll find a piece of straw that is a component for water breathing as well. Um, so throughout the night as you're searching, 
through this and making guesses, you're going to find a robe, a shirt, and some underclothes, and some leather boots that appear to be spares that this uh, uh, elf was traveling with. Um, there doesn't appear to be anything magical about them, but they're pretty fine. Uh, the robe's made out of um, cotton. It is this bluish color, like a dark blue, that has some small silver embroidery around the uh, cuffs. Um, the shirt is green and appears to be made out of silk. Underclothes are unremarkable, but um, there are a fine pair of uh, dark brown leather boots. You reach in looking for food, and you're going to find some moldy bread, a rotten apple, and some dried meat. Um, you reach in looking for platinum, gold, silver, gems, whatever. Uh, you're going to find four platinum pieces, 22 gold, seven silver pieces, and a zircon gem worth 50 gold pieces. You try to look in for some sort of like more spell books or some books or journals, and you'll find a book called the Tome of Farces. And after reading that for a while, um, you figure out that this is basically like a fiction comedy book, um, just for pleasure reading. Um, and then you're going to find a knife, fork, spoon, plate, kettle, and a pot that um, appear to be... That is the worst spork I've ever heard of. <laughs> um, that just appears to be his uh, travel dinnerware he was keeping with him. And uh, that's all you find. All right. Uh, can I roll uh, HP dice? Um, you're taking a long rest, so you don't have to. You're going to get all your hit points and spells back. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So everyone adjusts those accordingly. I've given myself 50 fourth level spell slots. Uh, just heads up. <laughs> I will be casting polymorph on every object uh, possible. Sweet. You should uh, you should come up with some kind of a feat where it's like mass polymorph. Um, did you want to look at that ring that you found on the hag? Yes, that yes. is a great idea. All right, so we'll just say that you cast identify as a ritual, and this is a ring of disguise. It basically. Great cast uh, Disguise Self once per day. That should go to someone who doesn't have Disguise Self, like I don't know, Alunadas. <laughs> yeah, him with his uh, really good uh, acting skills. I think it should go to Vic because people don't like drow. Drows don't disguise themselves. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. You're <laughs> Oh, actually, no, it's uh, Disguise Self at Will. It's not uh, once per day. Nice. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's even better. But the spell will end if the ring is removed. What? That's bullshit. <laughs> I already have a free atones item anyway, so it's all pretty useful. And we could just keep it and use it when we want to, honestly. Yeah, it, it, does, require, it does require attunement. Okay. And you get three attuned items, no matter what your level, that you can attune to at a time. Question. I mean, oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, if anybody might want to take that ring, it's probably a lizard, you know? Want to maybe disguise yourself as a drow? There. Oh. <laughs> Juliet can cast that spell, though. Yeah, I can cast it. I'm, I'm good, I think. You I haven't done that yet. Wow. Okay. Um, I, mean, I can take it. <laughs> I do have a question. Do I have enough time during our rest to cast identify? Or you know what? No, actually, I wouldn't because I'd be resting. I can't. I don't think I can cast identify um, during that time. But I was gonna say, what if I was to identify the robe, shirt, underclothes, and boots? Would everybody be willing to spend? Actually, it's an awful long time. Never mind. We'll, not, we'll do it um, when we have time to rest. Cast detect magic first. Oh, you're a genius. Uh, quick question. Yes. Um, there are no quick questions. Only quick people. 
Indeed. My uh, throwing daggers, um, the ones I got from uh, Spider Lady. Yes. Did those require attunement? I cannot remember. Uh, those did it uh, require attunement. They did not. Did. Did okay because it so, wasn't. I, I I normally put I'm attuned with whatever it is. So those daggers and then the boots would be two attunement slots. And then uh, flame. I'm being tongue. generous and allowing those to to be counted as one attuned item. Oh, thank you. I super appreciate it because I would be sad. Um, flame tongue is the last thing I have a question about. Yes. That requires attunement. I assume so. I don't think so. I don't think most weapons require attunement. It's just a couple of them. Uh, yes, the flame do- tongue does require attunement. Okay, oh, so okay. I have to make a decision if I can only attune to three things. Yep. Because I also have the cloak of the bat, which is not going anywhere because, like, bat. sneakiness is is very important to rogue penis. The rogue penis. Rogue enes. You know what? I think that Flame Tongue can go to someone else. That is a long sword, right? Or short is it a short sword? sword? It's or a short sword. It... Oh, it's a short sword. All right. Um, so somebody with high dexterity would be able to use it well. Uh, Alexander, do you already have a melee weapon that's good? Like, are you better it. at strength or? Um, I'm pretty good at charisma. My dex and my strength is negative one, and my dex is two modifier. Okay, so I'm looking at your inventory. It looks like you have a longsword plus one, which does extra damage to undead and lichen throws. But a longsword uses strength for damage. What if we were to give you the flame tongue, which will do... Um, dexterity. It'll it'll use dexterity, so you can add that to damage and attack rolls. And someone take the longsword plus one. That sounds reasonable. Okay. And then obviously you can still use it. Actually, come to think of it, you could now dual wield your dagger and your short sword. Um, just one of them won't get the attack uh, bonus to damage. But I mean, you get to dual wield. Now you can use your sword and your dagger. That is reasonable. I'm trying to. Find I am the bard of death. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what valor bards are, man. College of Valor is pretty badass. Yeah. But you're a lore bar, right? I am. So I get to, I'm pretty much a skill monkey with bunch with a bunch of spells. Uh Vic, what what longsword do you have, if any? I think you have a longsword plus two. Um if I recall correctly, yes. I'm pretty sure I do have a plus two. Okay. Do you want an extra longsword to switch out in case we're going versus undead or lycanthropes, or can I take it? Uh, you can take it, because if okay. I'm going to go ahead and switch to longsword, I'm going to switch to a shield, boost up my AC to 22. Alright, perfect. Mm-hmm. So that with that and Shield of Faith, you could bump your AC up to 24, right? Uh, no, 22. Um, my AC is 18, although for some reason it says 20 for right now. Uh, I equipped your shield when we were in the fight versus the hags. But I don't have—I don't have a shield. <laughs> yes, you do. You start with one. It's uh, in your inventory. It is. That, that's the only way. I, shield. That's the only way I activated it. <laughs> like I can't activate when it on I the sheet without you having a shield. Holy shit! Huh, what was this on my back the whole time? I guess. What's that? Huh? Holy shit! What was this on my back the whole time? <laughs> shield. <laughs> I was a turtle this whole time. Like, oh man, I can't find my glasses. I'm running around, <laughs> it's just on his forehead. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to have to retcon the last uh, month or so of questing to include the shield's AC. Well, she's been using the greatsword, so she can't use the shield with it. Yeah, I just that she had the, the shield on in every combat. What's that? We're gonna assume that she had the shield on every combat. But she can't use <laughs> it with a great sword. That's mm. that's the problem. And she didn't have a long you... sword until last fight. Yeah, until like a session or two ago. Talia gave me one, I think, right? Yes. Uh yeah, you got it in the uh Fey Ruins. Or the Fey Shrine. 
exchange of a skull. Mm-hmm. All right, so you get all that done. Uh, is there anything you want to do? Any discussions or conversations you need to have, or you're just resting for the night and then heading out, or what? I think we're just resting. Yeah. Like deep snoring, like super loud snoring, please. <laughs> God damn it. Specifically oh, no. near Juliet. Specifically near Juliet. God damn it. <laughs> Juliet, tell everybody how I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> I want to tell Juliet. <laughs> Juliet is going to read that tome of four farces, or at least start it. She's definitely into books. Okay, uh, so the uh, you start reading the first story, and it is a story about a uh, man named Timothy. Uh, who is a peasant and a uh, another man named Hector who was a noble that were uh, both competing for the love of the same baker's daughter her name oh, is okay. uh, her name is uh, Julie and some right, of it was pretty funny it's uh, basically like a comedy of errors and mistaken identity cool that's uh, one Juliet will have to remember that's cool all right, so uh, I guess uh, you take your shifts, and the night's pretty uneventful. And um, by the end of uh, Nifron's watch, the uh, the sun's coming up, and uh, he goes through and starts waking everybody up. The sun's up. We should be leaving soon. What do you mean the oh. sun's up? We're still in the Feywild. Oh yeah, that's right. Retcon all that. <laughs> so wow. by the end of his uh, the end of his watch. Uh, he goes through and wakes everybody up. Says, uh, we should be moving soon. Yeah, I'm tired of being in this fight wild. Just five more minutes. Please, Mom, stop with the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I guess we can be going. So uh, you throw together a quick breakfast and uh, you walk outside. Uh, your horses are still there tied to uh, some branches outside the cave um, you feed them and saddle up and let's uh, move back to the Feywild map huzzah it's not wanting to move over that is not the Feywild that is Feydale close there we go it wasn't wanting to move the, the player flag all the way over for some reason oh so I had to uh, make a pit stop in uh, Fadel. That's how the realms work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you are down here at number eleven. Uh, there is your horse and cart. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to uh, try to explore around here? Um, you're is looking. Is there uh, a path? Like right? Oh gosh, it's not pinging. Hold on. Nope, still not pinging. Uh, hold on. It did ping for a second. Oh, did it? Like yeah, right that here. That was me. There it goes. Okay, so you look around, and the only path you're seeing is the path that you came in on. Um, you're seeing some trees to the um, south here um, that are pretty close together. You might be able to wiggle the cart through some of these, but. Um, if you s scout ahead, you know, you, you know, look back and walk back a hundred feet back in these trees and, um, you're not seeing anything that's like a path you think it'd be really hard to get a cart through here. So, so we didn't pass another path, like right where the purple is pinging. Time to get those animal handling checks off and running. Okay. So, uh, we'll say that you scout around this area. Um, you take like an hour to do that walking back a um, hundred feet back into the trees all the way around this area and you cross back over the path where you came in and you're not really seeing a clear way through here um, you think you could probably walk through here but it would be hard to get the cart and the horses through um I see what you're saying there uh, sorry the, the person drew on the map an arrow Going from where we're at to like the giant pit and then down the what looks like blighted path 
Um, which yeah, we were there before. The yeah. yeah, it looked you like mean a prospect of those hole. Yeah, so that was where the the ships uh, had caused the crater, and this looks like a dry riverbed that runs from north to south, uh, west. I mean, personally, I have some unfinished business with some prospector. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do to the prospector? I want to trade. Mm-hmm. His life for her <laughs> satisfaction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what does that even mean? I think are you that's trying, to, are you trying to take the ship with you? Are you trying to no, get real estate in the Feywilds? I just want his head. That's it. I think it's that's a, a legitimate uh, request. It's a buyer's market. <laughs> yeah. You either buy or you lose. She's bullish on prospector heads. Exactly. I mean, do you know how much they sell for? Nothing. Like, but still, I'm one point. <laughs> Well, (laughs) it's like Pokemon cards. I I understand. I I understand exactly where you're coming from. See, thank you. See, the human understands me, but the elf, of course not. So sad when humans, the other child humans. I think you mean. Oh, he's a human. I can't tell you guys apart. I'm so sorry. I always think humans are elves. Elves are humans. Lizards are dragons. All the same. Oh I, so I almost put a racist joke in there. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, exactly, of course. <laughs> um, so either way, it looks like we're heading back to the crater. Why don't we do that? Yes. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. All right, so uh, you guys head back to the crater, and it's going to take you probably a good I would say 12 hours to get there um, as you try to skirt south of these uh, dead trees up here by the uh, ruined Fay village and then uh, um, to the south of the hills where there's not like a, a clear path um, but you finally hit the path again and um, you come across the crater and um you probably skirt to the to the south of the crater and you are going to come up um to about right here hold on it's not letting me ping oh because i'm on the it's not letting me ping because i'm not on the right thing so uh you get to about right here and uh everybody give me a perception check 22 4 8 lucky 13 Passive <laughs> yeah, so 16. Um, okay, so Alexander and um, Luna, you are going to notice a body over here to the uh, entrance of this path over here and probably 20 feet from the crater. Okay, so good news, bad news. Good news, we don't have to do a whole lot of work. Bad news. Because somebody already killed him, Vic. I think probably there's a body. Oh man, ah, that's not fair. Life isn't fair. Sometimes um, other people steal your kills. You don't know that it's Prospector Bill. You're too far that's away. That's my frag. Have you never played Counter Strike, man? I mean, is it even <laughs> Prospector Bill? I you, can't tell from here. You're probably a good um, at this point, probably hundred yards away from it. You can tell it's a body, but. You don't know if I'll it's go for it. I'm just guessing. I mean, who else would be out here? But still, we should go check it out. All right, so we'll leave the cart here, and we'll all go check it out. Agreed? Okay. Yep. All right. All right, so uh, as you get closer, you notice that it's the, the same ragged clothes that Prospector Bill was wearing before. As you uh, come up uh, upon the body, his hat has been basically crushed down in to his skull whatever killed him just smashed him like it's, it seems like just like one blow from like this mighty maul that crushed in his head like almost down into his shoulders and uh, he's sitting in a pool of blood uh, give me a medicine check anybody who's looking yep one second nine looks like he thanked too hard 17. 
15. He was thinking real hard and his head exploded inward. I'm like, ah, fuck's sake. I'm like, trying to. A one. That's so fitting. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, whoopsie, my sword slipped. I was trying to revive him, I swear. <laughs> looks like. Oh, uh, I just tripped and fell in his throat. Whoops. Uh, looks like that's it an was, accident. Looks like he had a fever. You? <laughs> More cowbell. Right to the back of the head. Uh, so, Juliet and Hannah, um, it looks like uh, whatever killed him was like some sort of large, blunt object that basically just caved his skull in. And uh, he is surrounded in a pool of blood. Um, but looking at how old this blood is, you think it's probably not more than maybe half a day that uh, he was killed. Uh, I think we should get out of here before whatever killed him kills us. Objects falling from the sky. Give me a uh, perception check. Luna Doss looks up. <laughs> yeah, 25. Uh, so, Luna, um, you notice that his cart's not here. And the last Ooh, time you saw him, here. he was, uh, yep, he brought somebody in. Somebody robbed this guy. Yeah, so, Dick. uh,. Where were you I while swear. we were sleeping I last swear. night? Okay, please please let the DM finish. Please let the DM finish. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you look around, the cart's not there, which you think is strange. And then you are going to see like this like large, probably maybe um, a foot and a half by like, a, or not a foot and a half, probably about two feet by a foot, um, like footprint. Um, that's kind of like this weird shape um, that is in this pool of blood and then you see tracks leading back along this path up here to the uh, northwest um, you're also going to see some tracks of uh, the cart or a cart um, that um, are moving in the same direction but the tracks are not hard to follow because they're like whatever this was was super heavy. Look, he got killed by a giant. I mean, that's fitting. I mean, are Let's there giants in the giant Talia's gonna lurk around ner- look around nervously and just say, "We should leave." Um, are there giants in the Feywild? Yeah, you don't really know, but uh, give me a um, give me a survival check. Just want to, um, Kevin, you become like a Wild West narrator for a second. Um, got some something stuck in my throat. No, but that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alunidas, um, you have not heard of like giants like wearing shoes. This track doesn't look necessarily like a shoe. But it definitely doesn't look like a footprint with like distinct hill or uh, toe marks. Hmm. Something wearing really big shoes. Okay. It was so a clown. Like... Giant clown. Are there giant clowns in the Feywild? You don't know. I don't think we want to find out. Talia is right. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Do you want a giant skull though? Not that badly. Oh, wow. All right. Somebody's scared from high this. <laughs> a lot of people are I'm, scared of clowns. I'm... It's a thing. Yeah. That is true. Clowns are creepy. I would like a clown skull. Oh, see, you might get a giant clown skull, though. Pasts. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should stop clowning around and get the hell out of this Feywild. Agreed. Let's get Foe. <laughs> wow. wow. We just got All right, let's go southwest. Hold on, let me go get the cart. Okay, so you are going southwest to, I guess, here. Yep. And you are going to see the path uh, turn south. Man, they don't make this polygon reveal easy. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's easy. So uh, you turn south. And uh, after about an hour or so, um, you are going to see the this clear out. 
and uh, you've got trees to your your east, and then you're going to see a path um, that goes along this chasm to the east. And then you're also going to see this riverbed continue south um, to the west of the chasm where it ends. Hey, let's keep going south. Okay, so are you, you, are you sure? We can always go, you know, across uh, sideways to the cliff. Might be uh, I... more direct. Going south might might also make us avoid the chasm altogether. Okay. Alright, so uh, you continue south and you're going to find a path that's probably about 20 feet wide that is going to take you um, up into a tree line um, to the south here um, within probably 50 feet um, if you scout ahead you were going to find the path that you were originally on um, but it's just gonna it's gonna take you some effort to try to get the cart through the tree line here okay but uh, <clears throat> it's just gonna take you longer but uh, you can do it okay yeah I guess we're gonna do that <laughs> so Nick and I use our swords to chop down trees and screw it <laughs> just <laughs> making like lightsaber noises <laughs> out of context <laughs> like no idea <laughs> what they even are so it's going to dump you out by that same marker that you saw earlier where there was a fork in the road um but uh, i'm guessing you just want to get everybody there's a fork there yeah we're just going south yeah okay to the pond so at this point you've been traveling um it's probably been maybe 16 hours uh since you rested bam all right um, so I don't know uh, if you want to take break. another long rest here before you enter the uh, the prime material. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anything? Anybody want to do anything for their uh, long rest? Um, I'm gonna go uh, try to teach Abif how to um how to like you know how like spiders die they crawl. I'm gonna teach him like faint dead, but like a spider does it. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. Talia is down to to help with that. <laughs> uh, give me a animal handling check with advantage since Talia is helping. Yes. I mean, no, because I have no advantage. But I mean, I, mean, I have no pluses. But you know, I got advantage. Oh boy, that's not good. Let's try. Talia, please. Ah, 14. 14. Okay. <laughs> um, so after probably about an hour and a half, you're getting to the point where you're getting bored with this, and then uh, Abbott finally starts to get it. Oh, thank goodness, Abbott. I knew you had more than a mongrel skull in there. <laughs> it's a good boy. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's done. And anybody else want to do anything? Not I. Do you want to have We're a good. conversation about uh, what's next after you get out of the Feywall, since you've got some time to uh, discuss here before you re-enter the Prime Material and don't know what's on the other side? That's an excellent idea. What are we doing next, guys? Talia says as she uh, plays with her boots clicking the heels together and all that fun stuff. Well, I was hoping we could go back to Kala so I can check on my family. I'm going to invest in uh, sunglasses. <laughs> the big hat. <laughs> so how long have we been in the Fae Wild so far, Kevin? Um, as far yes. as... You, yeah. As, as far as your perception of time goes, um, which really the only thing you have to base your perception on time is how tired you feel. So you guys have just been resting, you know, when you feel like, you know, this normally seems like the time you should be sleeping. Um, so even then, your 
you know, biological rhythms are kind of out of whack since you've been here. But you would probably estimate you may have been in here for maybe four days. Okay. Um, so they probably have figured, depending on how the time is back in the, um, the regular world, the people might already know that we've already done this whole thing. Uh, but time might be a lot faster over here than over there. So that's probably why they haven't sent anybody in. That you know, or it might be a lot slower. Maybe it's been twenty years and they've forgotten all about us. I don't think we're that lucky. Don't jinx it. Come on. You were saying Sorry. something, Kevin? I said that you know of. You haven't ran into anybody. Um. Hey, Kevin. Gosh darn it. Uh. Hey, Kevin. Can we get the uh the map of of um. Sulel. Yes, Sulel. Uh, I, I have a, a difficult time pronouncing that word, and I don't even know why. Suel. Okay, you're currently up here below Fadil. And you want to go back down to Kala. It'd be quick enough to just catch a boat if we could get to a, uh, a, a decent-sized town there on the water. Which I think would be easy enough. We hop out the Feydale and just go south back to the place where we won the hand egg game. They like us there. You want to go back to Feydale? No. Well, we are going to come go out to of the Feywild. We'll be in Fe- the Feydale. Not the city, just the region. Oh. Yeah, you'll be south of it. Let me bring up the, uh, um, the map of that region. Enhance. Like imagining those like CSI shows when you enhance the picture a billion times closer. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. All right, so uh, this yeah, we is can head back down to Lulland and maybe down to Pirin. Uh, you would also know from this area, uh, Luno, that you would be able to hire a boat maybe in Hetz or um, Estermead to the north. We'd have to get across the bigger river to get to those places. It's true. Even though we can't see them. We can just hold on to um, Vic while she uses her swim speed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true. I can read. Came up this way so that we went the opposite direction of Fadale. I mean, you would also know that you could probably hire a small boat in Woodbine. That's probably our best bet. It seems pretty good. All right, so, so out the so, wild and up the woodbine. I think that's a good idea. Uh, should someone put on that ring of uh, disguise self and then pretend to be like Prospector Bill or something and go out? Does Prospector that's... Bill ever leave the Feywild? Hmm. Uh, if you remember, it kind of sounded like he wasn't really hit to leaving. I'll just use an example. We could probably do anybody. Somebody that's not us. I'll never do that, Elf. That's what you're hinting I will be a dwarf. What? (laughs) I'm going to disguise myself as a dwarf with the ring. Brilliant. Are we talking? Hello, my name is Jacques. I am a dwarf. All right, so uh, the plan is to get to Woodbine after getting back to the Prime Material. What are you doing after that? We can take one of two paths. We can either go to Kala, or we can go to Luskane and then to Kala. What are your thoughts? Uh, Luskane's a different kingdom, so it might be better to try and get directly to Kala rather than cross over Um, from a hostile foreign power. um, You would remember that... um, Currently, there's like some weirdness going on between Kala and Lascaine, even though they're not exactly um, enemies or rivals. Um, when you Juliet would re- them a little bit, Juliet would remember that um, you were not to be associated with Kala when you entered the uh, country of Lascaine. To you committed a minor act of invasion. I still have my papers uh, for the alter identity that they gave me. Oh. So I've been holding on to those for a while. We could also try to hire a boat to get us to, like, 
mid-aisle or silver leaf and then just buy a boat of our own and hire a crew. You really want to spend money? I feel like I have a lot of money that I could probably spend. <laughs> Coming from a guy who spent <laughs> how much gold to build a temple to a false god? <laughs> yeah, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, uh, Talia is thinking about herself wearing, like, a captain's hat. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Morgan. She's going to put on an eye patch, start calling herself Cap Pirate Captain something or other. Captain Talia. You can be twice as piratey if you wear two eye patches. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a thought, like, legitimately, it is a thought that we could actually just hire a boat or buy a boat and hire, like, someone who can get us down to Kala and just take that waterway, like this, hold on. Like this waterway, that's the big one right here. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, we can do that, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's probably, that's a good idea. Um, give me a, I guess... I mean, if people are selling boats. Intelligence check, common. maybe? Who? Uh, anybody as you're talking about buying a boat? Talia's got this. What? Three. <laughs> yeah, 21. we can buy a boat. I want boat. This is something Talia, when she was a kid, would hang out by the docks in Karn Lee. So that's why Disney she World. needs this much. Disney World. Growing up by the docks, you think um, a boat of the size that you would need and a crew to um, man it since none of you know anything about sailing um, you think that this would probably cost you anywhere from maybe 9,000 to 12,000 gold pieces so Tali uh, just crushed her own dream <laughs> yeah yeah I forgot we have horses and shit I guess we could sell the horses Mm-hmm. and the cart but not the dog you can turn the cart into a boat. <laughs> that sounds the wagon. like a terrible idea. We will not <laughs> call the wagon down that major waterway. I'm slowly trying to make Abbott into a spider dog. <laughs> oh, that reminded me. I keep forgetting to ask Kevin. While uh, we're sitting here at the short rest talking, uh, Talia's just going to randomly take out her old uh, armor that she, from, like, you know how she switched to the mithril? She's going to take out the leather armor and try to get it onto Abbott and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Just for fun, because it is magic armor. It is leather armor plus one. And I don't know how that works with animals. So Talia's just going to mess around and be like, I wonder if I can tailor this so that Abbott gets uh, some leather armor. Okay. It would be much the same as putting like a, a large le- or like a leather coat on a dog that just doesn't fit right. Um, but you, it looks adorable. It does look adorable. Uh, but you don't think this would uh, give this dog any protection whatsoever and uh, would actually probably hurt because uh, um, his uh, also, agility. Also, I don't think it would be loose on Abbott if it could fit on Talia. I think it would be kind of small. Um, they probably would weigh about the same amount at this point. Um, but. Uh, no, T- Abbott probably weighs about twice what Talia weighs at this point. Talia's about 68 pounds. Abbott, we've decided, is like se- a seven-month-old Mastiff puppy. Oh, it's a Mastiff. Yeah, obviously it's going to be bigger. Okay, so still it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure because, you know, magic armor changes to fit whoever's wearing it, but I wasn't sure if it would work on animals. She can tie it onto his back. Right, but uh, you're... Magic it'll dog be like he's... Mm-hmm. Well, well, magic the, dog. the previous armor you had wasn't magical. It the was. Ar- it was plus one, plus one initiative. Uh, that's what uh, Alexander's wearing, isn't it? Yeah, that's what he was wearing now, or that that's what he is wearing... No, he had leather armor plus two with guidance for one day. I had leather armor... Plus one with plus one initiative, except now I have uh, mithril. Mithril. So I I do see. I do see a problem here. Um, Even if the other leather armor does fit 
Abbott. It's going to reduce his speed by 10 feet because he is not proficient in light armor. Exactly. He is not that a is character. That is a huge penalty. Yeah. Ah. And characters don't, or non-characters don't get proficiencies in armor or weapons. Gotcha. I wasn't sure how it worked. Anyway, either way, Talia's still going to do that because she's just <laughs> messing around. Um, and she's going to weigh in that, that uh, you know, I don't know uh, uh, if we should go to major city right now. Like, that sounds like a really dangerous idea. I think we Wait, should try to... Although I understand, like, you want to you see your family, like, I'm not sure if being in... in a major city is a good idea. That, that's that's no my no way it would concern. be dangerous. Jacques has no problem going into any city. <laughs> <laughs> Talia, Talia, Talia. Family is everything. Hey, we must protect the clan. Um, I guess I don't have that much of an attachment to family. That's because okay. you were in the family fair. before. You will now, soon, with us. We are family now. This our family is your family. It is concatenative. Jacques McSweeney's successor. I'm Jacques McSweeney of the Clan McSweeney. Jesus. <laughs> so, where would you suggest we go? Or if anyone else has any suggestions? Are you really gonna leave your family behind so quickly? Um, we have uh, information on where the the pieces of the egg are, right? Like that was what we, we were tasked map, with, not getting the phase. Well, we need like the pieces should, and the egg. We should try to get the pieces. Not like the the like the boots of Faydale. Uh like those pieces, but like the the egg pieces or something. I don't know. I think that we should try to stay on task, not go to Kala. Unless we're going past Kala, then I guess we can all disguise ourselves and check on your family. And uh Nifron's going to speak up and say well, Kala is about the only lead we have to the pieces right now. Oh, well then, yeah, let's go to Kala. We are going yes. to Kala. It is settled. <laughs> All right, so I think the plan is we're going to go to... I forget the now name of the town already because it's not even on the map. Uh, we're going to head south via what? boat all the what way about? down to... Where Where are we going to stop? Are we going to stop at Hedgedale and then walk the rest of the way to Kala? Or are we going to stop in Luskeen? and then try and cross the border into Kala. Or we could go by the main waterway just straight to Kala. I thought that was like a bajillion... Only if we bought our own boat and hired a crew. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Talia doesn't get to be her pirate captain yet, but (laughs) she's actually... I mean, if we will like the $9,000, the gold range, she's only like... She's halfway there. That's her new goal now, is to steal enough and get enough money to we'll plan a heist in Kala. <laughs> it's not a huge city, but there's 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 docks and warehouses. We could probably, you know, steal a, a thousand gold, maybe. We could burn the city down, steal everything. Or you could just steal a boat. We could steal, steal a boat. boat, but then we have to hire a crew because we don't know how to boat things. Jacques is confident he could just sail a boat by himself. He is a dwarf. <laughs> Dwarves are good at that. Oh, you were really like, bu- really buying into the uh, the character. <laughs> I am method, method as fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um, the plan is you're leaving the Feywild. You're getting on, or you're making your way to Woodbine, and then you're getting on a boat and going to Kala directly. We're yes. going to try, I think our goal is to get as far south as we can on a boat from there. Like, I think we're going to try to take the main waterway here, because I think that the best path would be to follow this coast, even if we're not on a boat, to get to Kala, rather than going through Luskane and trying to cross the border that way. Okay. okay. Just, so like, we'll, we'll go that way, but are we going straight to Kala, or are we going to stop off at, like, Property Island or Lightdale and then go to Kala? I think that's what Kevin's asking. Oh, I think we should stop at, uh, like, Dern or Property Island or something like that. Like, somewhere where we can sell things and not have to worry about... Like, we need to stop somewhere before we get to Kala, so that we can Why? get everything in order and maybe stash 
courses and stuff like that before we go to Kala. What do you think of dog food? Let's be honest here. Dogs will eat anything. Let's be honest about that. Dogs eat cat poop. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) But why do we need to stop before we get to Kala? Why not just sail directly into Kala? I guess, okay, well then let's go directly into Kala, but we have to... I was just thinking that if we don't go... If we go stop somewhere before we get to Kala, then it'll give us time to let that crew go before we go to Kala so that they're not like, why are you disguising yourself on the way? Because we're, we're not going to be able to walk into Kala looking like us. Juliet's going to be noticed immediately, arrested, and probably hanged. So we're going to oh. need to disguise ourselves. And if we that do that an by point. stopping somewhere, letting that the crew go that took us in, and then walking the rest of the way, then we can disguise ourselves without raising a bunch of suspicion from... You make an excellent point, not that everyone is shocked. <laughs> um, also, you would know that uh, Shane would be recognized in Kala as well. Or Alexander right, would. Shane also did that. Or uh, Alexander totally worked there too, yep. Nope, Shane would be recognized. They're very good about that sort of thing. I'd be recognized? I mean, can... I mean, we could just have one of us stay like at the hotel or something so that nobody knows us, and the other one just wear the disguised uh, self ring. You guys also have spells. We can, we can make it work. All right. Um, so that sounds like a plan. Uh, you rest up um, for about eight hours or so. Um, you make your way back to the pool. Um, you're not seeing any sort of. Uh, nymph for anything that uh, was here that attacked you before. Uh, Do we see any like footprints and stuff coming out of the pond? Uh, give me a perception check. Or actually, no, make that a... Well, perception's fine. Uh, we had a teaser, huh? <laughs> Crit! Um, so, <laughs> you look and you are not seeing like fresh tracks that have come out of this pond um you are still seeing however um, tracks that appear to be yours and uh your cart okay let's go into that there pond keep uh, an eye out for you give saying me an, Kevin? Uh, give me an am- animal handling check as you uh guys try to get the uh horses back down into this pond let us go, Buttercup. We have much to do. Can I help him? I don't think he needs it. <laughs> oh, okay then. I was gonna be like, soft little spider. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, Lunados has no trouble soft. getting Buttercup and the cart back down into the pond. Um, Talia, you're gonna have a little bit of trouble, but uh, uh, you'll eventually get your horse down into the pond. Uh, down to the bottom of the pool. Uh, everybody else, uh, give me animal handling checks. Is he, did, did Abbott also go in like that, or was he on the cart? Uh, he would have been on the cart. My the double seven. Ball of fangs. Yeah, my soft Apple spider. spider fluffy John, spider. John, you are not the bard. Stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> done. You're fucking done. Let's listen to the rolls. <laughs> oh my goodness. But my song did work anyway. I got a two. Um, yeah, oh. Juliet, uh, you don't have any trouble. Um, Vic, um, you don't really have a Can't horse. You, you have the warg. Yeah, so you could unsummon the warg and just go into the pool yourself. Uh, but Alexander, you are having a lot of trouble getting your horse down into this pond with a seven. Is there something, um, any tricks or any skills that you think you may have to be able to uh, help coax this animal down into the pond? Let me check. Cast charm person on it. Oh, I know what I can do, guys. Um, I will cast Polymorph on my horse to turn him into a uh, a rat. (laughs) (laughs) It's just now it's a panicked rat that you're trying to cold. Yeah, just hold on to. I mean, it's just a little nip or two. I can. Have you ever held a panicked rat? (laughs) I mean, he had a lot of gloves, I guess. 
Yes, I have held a panicked rat, and it is painful. Yeah, but he has like for everyone gloves. involved. <laughs> okay, turn so, it into a triple. <laughs> so you scoop up the uh, the rat and put it into your coat, and then wade down into the pond, and everybody uh, goes through the pond, and it's still uh, like uh, what you ran into last time. This this weirdness of like your world being flipped upside down as you pass through this. Uh, gate at the bottom of the Fresh pond and uh, you swim up to the top and stand by I'm transported to the combat map Jackie standing by Jackie's ready for anything by the way was it the giant we were going to fight uh, you don't know you also don't know no, uh, well, no. You also don't know those other numbers that we're missing. So, um, you appear out on the, uh, the other side of this pond and you look around and you are still going to see the, uh, bodies of the slain elves, um, that you laid waste to outside of, uh, this waterfall inside their encampment. Um, how old does it look like these bodies are? Can I make a medicine check and check that? Uh, yeah, give me a medicine check. Dr. Jules, medicine lizard. <laughs> Frontier medicine lizard. Um, so 15. Um, looking at these bodies and the pools of blood that they're lying in, um, they don't appear to be really coagulated. You would think that these bodies have not been dead for probably more than six or seven hours. Wow. Wow. We are in luck. Um, looks like time goes a lot slower in there for us. The mistress, she is on our side. Let's get foe. I have Indeed, to say, though, we must get foe. Did you notice that everybody is referring to Juliet as a lizard instead of a dragonborn? It's so fetch. Jacques follows the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, uh, you will remember in your haste, uh, these bodies are largely unspoiled because that's when Vic showed up and you guys basically went into the Feywall immediately after. Oh yeah, we could loot them. Yes, let us loot their corpses. All right, John. I'm going to keep this up. Louis Jean (laughs) Pierre. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Jean-Jacques McSweeney of the Glen McSweeney so who is uh, searching this camp everybody I think everybody yeah. is searching yeah Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, everybody give me an investigation check a nine eleven four seven I gotta bring it home now wow <laughs> we're counting on you Vic that's a mistake oh wow faith misplaced um so with uh, the the highest which was an 11 um alexander you go searching through here and for the most part you were can we all just help alexander and talia so we get 25 and 21 (laughs) <laughs> no. we're, we're working together it's you all said you were all searching <laughs> you didn't say you were helping uh, somebody yep alright so what you're going to find here is um, you're going to find two um, sets of full plate armor on um, two of these elven knights um, you're going to find various uh, long swords that appear to be finely made um, probably uh six or seven daggers you are going to find a robe that is on this wizard um, that appears to be bloodied with uh, some holes in some places uh, but you think that could probably be mended Um, between them as you rifle through their pockets um, all together we'll just say um, you're going to find 600 and 54 gold pieces you're going to find um, five gems worth a total of 150 gold pieces you're going to find a bunch of supplies in um, 
these two huts over here um, that appear to be fairly basic, like uh, oats and grains, um, some I think fish, oats and grains. Uh, fish that okay. uh, appear to be uh, freshly uh, well, not freshly caught, but not caught too far along ago. Um, appear to be trout um, that was uh, brought out of the stream. Um, you're going to find stuff like shovels and pickaxes and nails and ropes that look like they were used to help construct the palisades here. Um, and that is about it. Okay, so let's take the plate armor. That's worth a lot. The long swords or daggers, I'm not sure we entirely need. That's kind of extra weight in comparison um, to the value of the plate. I'll take the daggers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start drying the fish. Drying the fish? They're practically fresh. We're eating them right now. Okay, you can eat the fish. Fine. I'm not cooking it. That is going to ruin my belly a bit. But I am taking the oats and barley. Oh, I forgot. You're also going to... Uh, this wizard also had a staff. Is oh, any of okay. this magical? Uh, give me a detect magic. I will cast detect magic. If I can find it on my sheet. Um, I'm, you, you don't have to bring that up. Um, the robe and the staff that the mage was wearing uh, was magical. There's also uh, one of the daggers is magical. Nice. Um, all right. So we are out of the Feywild and back into the Prime. And we are running right at about a minute and ten. So I think that is probably a pretty good place to end it right there. Quick question. What time yes. of day is it? Uh, it is the time of day of which you left, which would be probably about two or three in the afternoon. Okay. Actually, no. I take that back. That is said, wrong. Because uh, it was several about, hours. Advanced, yeah, but. several hours after they were killed. So at this point, um, it would be probably Early. around midnight. Okay. 10 p.m. Just about supper time. Anyone have any last words before we end the stream? Bubble nuts. Um, All right, we'll do it. Um, aren't we past 100 episodes now? Actually, yes. yes. This is uh, what our 101st episode. Yay. That's awesome. I forgot to make a, um, a big deal about that, so... Uh, yeah, I forgot until just now, which is terrible of me because I meant to make, you know, say something about it. Uh, but I can do a terrible cover of "We Are the Champions." Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate the enthusiasm. Um, but yeah, so 100 episodes—that's awesome. Who would have thought? We are the champions, my friends. Which I thought 100 episodes would probably firmly place us about halfway through this campaign. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Uh, are we at least a quarter of the way? Uh, I would say you are probably... We have worth... found two of the items, or three. Three of three. the we, items. We found, well, you guys found the... Ring, the plate belt, ring. and boots. Yeah, we found the belt. We found and one piece of the map. Else too? We also found the amulet. Yeah, we found the amulet too. So four out of else. nine, one piece of the map. Four out of twelve. <laughs> twelve one piece of the map. Oh gods, this is this is amazing. I'm excited. So, this um, is cool. so we're maybe a fifth of the way through. Maybe. Yep, it's there's twelve artifacts. Now. So you found a... For some reason, I thought there were nine. Nope. So you you found a third of them so far. Plus, there's uh, three more pieces of that map to find the egg out there. All right. So next time on Dungeons & Debuckles podcast. Um, well, I know next time... We're going to get a boat. Sorry. And I have to um, on Jacques' backstory. Let me just say, <laughs> at this time, we will still be streaming, or at least I will, to do a behind the roll or whatever we called that series. Um, so if anyone yeah, wants to come, roll. you're certainly welcome to. Anna, I actually want to find a day that we can stream and include you, because I know you have a lot of insight to provide. And uh, 
so we could discuss that later. But we'll still be streaming, um, um, or at least I will be at the normal time, viewers. Yep. All right, that sounds good. I will see you uh, next Sunday then, Blake, uh, at one thirty or 2 o'clock. Sounds good. All right, cool. so everybody see be watching out for that on Twitch. I will, so. yeah, we're, I'll watch. I've, <laughs> I'm excited to, to see what you guys talk about. All right, uh, that's it for the stream. Thanks yeah. for watching, everybody. All right, thanks, thanks everybody. Bye. 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 Soft spider wall. And we are spider <laughs> little ball of legs. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Howdy folks, I'm Gerg of Gerg's Barbecue and Crematorium, and I'd like to take a minute to address some of the slander about my business. We have some of the finest slow-cooked barbecue in the Plains Nation, and yes, we offer all hours crematorium services but never the twain shall meet. Rest assured that your delicious combo platter of pulled pork and mutton never touched the remains of someone's loved one. Death comes for us all, and at all hours, and we answer the call. But that doesn't mean you could be eating a person. You have my word, we keep it separate. So if you have a hunger in your belly, or sadness in your soul for the loss of a loved one, we can help. Gerg's Barbecue and Crematorium. We're always open. The music you heard on this episode was Enchanted Journey, Teller of the Tales, and Lost Time by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.